today is about how to attract good clients without pursuing or trying. You're there sending a follow-up email to a prospective client. One day goes by, no response. Two days, not a beep. So you send another email to remind them, to push them, and to push the process forward. And their answer is, I'm busy. I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Then one week goes by with no response in sight. Is this your experience with prospective clients and existing clients, where it seems you have to push through pain to get them to respond? It's like pulling teeth to make them take one step forward. Or another case, do you send an email to your email list where you try to sell, 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 but barely anybody opens and almost nobody buys? If so, this podcast episode is your answer. Hey, you beautiful person, it's 11.42 p.m. and I welcome you to my home. Tonight, I have a bit of usual insomnia where for some reason it seems at night I get a jolt of creativity and energy. So I'm relaxing here. The weather is good, although it's winter. And I'm drinking water because I'm on a diet. So it's my secret trick to keep hunger at bay. And today, this episode has a simple mission statement. Many business people try to get clients in a very wrong way. They think that by trying to get business, by instigating, incitating, and inviting people to take the next step, they will sell more. But that's very wrong. In reality, a quirk of human nature is that we run away from that which pursues us. And you'll understand more what I mean with this further in to this podcast episode. The right way to sell more is to attract people. Don't pursue, attract. Not only will people not run away when they are the ones taking the steps to get closer to buying from you, but there is also an added benefit. Humans only see the value of things they have put effort into, and they devalue things that come to them easy without effort. So by taking, by them taking the steps to come closer to you, to be attracted by you, they will recognize the real value that you offer. You will be finally valued for what you do, not seen as another commodity. But if out of frustration, or maybe that's what you've been told, you try to sell to them directly and clearly a part of their subconscious triggers and they think, if this is so valuable, why does he or she have to work so hard to sell me on it? People still believe in that if you create a superior mousetrap, the world will beat a path down to your door to buy it from you. We know it's not the case and they might realize it intellectually, but the human tendency is twofold. If somebody tries to sell us on something, we resist, even if it's good for us. That's why advice to people who didn't ask for it doesn't work. 
And the second thing, they expect good products to sell themselves, not to be sold for some reason. So if you're trying to sell, it's an indicator to other people that your product is of lower quality. And I remind you as, as every time, because remembering is the source of behavior change when it comes to conceptual ideas. Today, most marketers and business owners are using marketing that is very easy to copy. It has no real uniqueness. What's worse, the upcoming domination of quantum AI marketing will drive them all out of business. What they think today is a competitive advantage will be easily cloned tomorrow by AI algorithms. AI will do it better, faster, and cheaper, and that's scary for people who are not prepared. This podcast and all of its episodes are pieces of a marketing that AI cannot beat. It's story bonding marketing, which is about developing a true competitive advantage that nobody could ever copy, an advantage based on humanity so that no machine learning or algorithms could copy or compete with because they have no soul. With story bonding marketing, you'll be able to connect to the souls of your audience, to create deep bonds with them, to become family. It's marketing based on the honest human touch that will make you a welcome guest at the homes of every one of your prospects. In this podcast and its episodes, I present to you simple structures, correct mindsets, and unexpected techniques and ways of doing things that will make you a true story bonding expert. Then you will finally have peace of mind. You'll know that your business is safe and protected from any future hazards. It will be safe from copycat marketers today who might have joined your email list, list, are reading your websites, are getting quotes inspired by your marketing, which is basically stealing it, or AI algorithms which will crawl through entire industries and small niches, taking the best pieces and the best ideas and the best parts of all the funnels to create the ultimate persuasive funnel that they that will steal all the clients of those that didn't turn their listeners and audiences and prospects and clients and fans into a real family. So soon, and I hope we all will be ready. I'm doing my part will, to spread the world. A lot of online marketers will get wiped out by the upcoming quantum AI explosion, where it will be used by big corporations to take over all of the niches at an affordable cost, which before was not possible to them. But together, we will not only survive, we will thrive, we will double our profits or triple them, we will 10x our efficiency and effectiveness. Why? Because human bonds are and will always be the most powerful form of competitive advantage. This episode is very important. Listen, go to a quiet place and take notes. Or if you're listening now on your car or on a run, pay special attention to every single word, word as it touches your ear and make sure to subscribe. So today's problem, this episode's topic, it's really humiliating, disheartening and discouraging to know that you can help people, but the more you try to tell them about it, the more you push them away and away. 
the more you encourage them to try it out, the more they run and run and run. It's part of human nature to run away from whatever is chasing us. It's ingrained into us. So if your strategy is uh, to sell, push, and tell people to buy, 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 stop this. You are reducing your effectiveness so much that it's unbelievable. There is a better way. And it's really painful to live in that paradigm and in that way. And when something is painful, it becomes harder for you to keep going. Remember that success in business is a marathon. It's about showing up every day and taking one step forward. It's not a sprint where you try to hype something or sell, sell, sell to make the maximum possible in a short time because you're basically burning the trust and the goodwill of your audience. And that's very bad. We need to do something that both differentiates us so that we stand out as true members from family. Family don't try to sell to each other. They do it in a different way, in a way that can enable you to serve more people because you're, work because you're working with human nature, not against this, against it. And whatever it takes to stay in this long term, to not burn yourself out with constant humiliation, disappointment and rejection is a good thing. And I give you an analogy before I dive into the details. I don't know if you know tiramisu, but it's probably my most favorite dessert in the world. It's Italian dessert and it just melts in your mouth in a way that leaves me salivating right now just to imagine it. And when you're on your table with a delicious tiramisu in front of you, you don't need to be sold on it. And if someone just materializes and shows up like a genie next to it and tries to tell you to eat it, to pressure you, come on, to push you to try it, take a bite, you will lose all interest because you will feel that they're pressuring you too much. It's a hassle. And no matter how delicious the tiramisu, it stays delicious, but you don't want it anymore, no matter how good it is, because the person tried to push it on you. So... But if the tiramisu stays there, looking at more and more delicious, getting your mind to imagine that first taste of the first spoon of it in your mouth, you'll be more and more attracted to it and you'll naturally melt away your own resistance to it. So working with that analogy, that's what we'll do. We make ourselves so delicious to the right people that they will be naturally attracted and all that through story bonding, similarity and human connection. So how do people attract clients? There are many different ways. Some are better than others and story bonding shows the most powerful way because it's about creating a true family connection. So it can never be dissolved. One way is uh, to attract people is to present to them a solution to a problem they have. That's very good. If somebody is searching for a solution to their hurting tooth and they find you, of course, they will buy from you. It's attractive. But after their pain, it goes away. Why would they stay listening to you or following you? You're making yourself a commodity that's there just for a one transaction or two and there is no loyalty and repeat purchases and repeat customers is where true wealth is another way to attract people is through showing authority and becoming a mini celebrity in a niche 
worth because people then think I am interested in X topic. Who is the guru or the authority in that space? And they will flock to that person because of the authority shown. They have supremacy in a way. We don't go on either of those. Okay, what's the problem with showing authority and um, supremacy? It's good. Do it if you can. However, it's not the most powerful way because there will be still a distance between you and uh, the clients. They will see you as an authority, but there will always be an undercurrent of separation between both of you, which means that they love you and hate you at the same time. Is that a bad thing? Yes, because it means when the new guru or whatever will be rising up, they will be happy to try and jump ship to that person whenever their star begins to rise because the, it's in a way they will feel it's kind of the same thing that people like to see when bad things happen to celebrities or powerful people or rich people there is a bit of a revenge in it if we might say so it's not as sustainable as could be many gurus just stopped being in the limelight because of this effect what we focus on here is the most powerful and it's through similarity, familiarity, and bonding. We tell real stories that open our hearts to others, and those who think similar to us will feel attracted and choose us above all. They will finally have someone they resonate with and see as a mirror of themselves in a way that will attract them beyond belief. And don't think this is as obvious as it seems. A lot of people, sadly, feel and believe that to survive in society, they have to put on a persona, a front. So a person you might think is a good, proper, standard person in a way, might have inside them a lost child or an outlaw or a renegade or a truly creative person that they would feel too hurt if they exposed to the world to find out that it's not accepted. So we are revealing our deep true and identity so that it resonates with the deep true identity of the other person and you'll be surprised how many will resonate with you although on the surface they you might not have expected it in a million years story bonding is also about sharing content it's about creating content and knowing that content will act like a honeypot or a delicious tasty tiramisu that when the people begin to consume they will consume in the stories within it a part of your soul they will taste your essence and if it resonates with them because they're the right person they will be almost addicted but in a good way it's really beautiful it's a way of sharing value sharing yourself and using something that is natural and human that people who are like each other are attracted to each other like attracts like and well later we'll talk on about you might think oh i am so different i am uh, weird i am unusual i am people won't accept me and all that stuff we'll talk later about why that's actually a benefit and a good thing if you're not an average person inside your heart and you have quirks and your own perspectives even if they're nicer than average or whatever it's a good thing so when do we attract people using the story bonding way and not pursue them remember you are the mirror of those similar to you so whenever you are communicating with your prospects keep attracting 
whenever you communicate, you're like giving people a tiramisu and make sure you put sprinkles of your soul within it to attract the right person who is similar to you and also to your existing clients because people could stop doing business with you at any time. If you don't use story bonding marketing, loyalty really is a thing of the past. We created because we vibrate the human heart strings in an honest and sincere and vulnerable way that is so rare in this lonely world of this year and this era that people want to bond with us and connect. And this cannot be done in a manipulative way. People can feel the vibe of those other people that have evil intentions, the people that benefited before from using some type of NLP tricks or some manipulative um, fallacy biases and all that stuff. We expose ourselves to the world naked and attract with our sincerity people to us. So who can do this? Who can attract clients rather than pursue them? Anybody who is willing to open his heart will be the shining light, the beacon that brings his tribe of people, his group of like-minded people close to him. Those people need you. Yes, you. They are now around people that can't understand them. They feel misunderstood, disconnected, and lost. But you are literally the mirror, the same person as them. You are their twin. You are the most qualified to understand them, to help them. Even if you're not much further ahead, just being one step ahead is one step further than they would have been otherwise. That's positive and good. And you will create a group of like-minded individuals who will love life because they found each other and can bond together. And bonding is a deep human need. So you pro provide for them the need of bonding, of feeling accepted, of not feeling alone in this world, that uh, there are people similar to them who can understand them. And that just by itself is massive well, value. Some people might say, come on, there is a whole industry of sales that's built on the opposite of this. And it had been successful for decades or hundreds of years or maybe as long as humanity existed. Yes, but that's the old way. They had no choice because People needed to sell in those old ways because there were not enough people that they were in contact with for them to only focus on people who are similar to them. But today you have 8 billion people in this world. If you attract just 0.1%, that's a massive amount of people. So we are using something that is more fundamental. You are creating a global family of people who like you and you like them instead of trying to contort yourself addressing the likes of some people that you happen to encounter so that you sell to them so we are going with the grain with human nature rather than learning really from scratch the processes of sales that many people spend spend decades to perfect we use what we are born with human connection which makes story bonding more natural easier to learn and a joy to use because you will communicate with people the same way you'd communicate with your brothers and sisters and children and um, uncles and parents and loved ones and everyone you care about. And sales is a process that can be copied by AI since it has a step-by-step -step and all that stuff. 
Yes, there are some intuitive salesmen who can see beyond the technique, but they are so rare. And we are doing something similar to that at a higher level without going the sales way. So you will be with story bonding your own competitive advantage. But when you're selling, rather than showing your true uniqueness and true heart and true spirit, you open yourself to being outcompeted by quantum AI marketing. And the final important point, salesmen never really become family to their prospects. And our goal is to create a, a family so that it's fulfilling for you and for your audience so that business becomes a joy where you help people and they support you with money and both of you benefit, it's win-win. Our goal is to bring like-minded people together to create a family of you and of them together. And you and them will have a better experience of life. We are creating community with our marketing, even without creating forums and all those beautiful community tools. We are creating it in the ether, in the minds of everyone so that they know they are not alone. Some mistakes that people might make when they are attracting prospects in the story bonding way rather than pursuing them, which I don't recommend. One of them is people take this to mean that you only give value, share stories, give tiramisu, and never give people a next step to be helped. That's not good. A uh, reality of uh, human nature is that people really, not just people, words, Words are just indicators of meaning. They don't really represent 100% the full meaning. So you can give the best explanation of how to do something that is possible in the world. And still many people will do it incompletely or with enough mistakes that it doesn't work as well as intended. So by helping people personally or giving them content from so many angles that you're sure they understand it to a level where they will not make mistakes, if you don't do that, you're not helping them enough. So in every content piece, in every tiramisu, <laughs> it's delicious, I should get some tiramisu soon, but I'm on a diet. So I'll dream about it, I guess, until one of the cheat days. It's good. Today I found out I'm almost 40 pounds lost in six months and i'm proud of myself it was very hard so i'm happy i this is possible for me and that i had the ability to be strong enough to do it anyway so people do not know what you offer they don't know your products they don't know what you're capable of doing and if you don't include the next step they will not assume there is a next step there is a superior way you can help them so within your content every time point people to a next step that is more value that can be an, another piece of content that will give them another angle that can be directing them to your email list that can be directing them to uh, your product or coaching or service because they like you and would prefer to choose you over another and why would you leave people who are similar to you who you like you know you will like and they will like you why would you leave them to seek help from somebody else don't help them yourself and include a next step. Another thing, and this I notice and work with a lot with my mentorship clients, it's that people, maybe they were raised this way, or maybe it's a natural part of being human that we need to work through with life, with the years, with age, but people don't open themselves up vulnerably. It's very common. It happens to me sometimes, less and less over time, because that's how progress happens. 
It's about reducing the power of the problem and increasing the strength of the alternative in your psyche so that it becomes easy to choose what you want to do rather than be driven by the instinctive problem that has momentum in your life. So I find that my guiding star is the more uncomfortable the story or the personal anecdote, the more it will resonate with people. And I think I will create a podcast about this, that the more personal something is, the more universally resonant it is, the more we think we're alone in something, the more human it truly is. And now for some examples, I'll include three stories and notice how these true stories, your perception will get closer to me because of them, not because I'm doing something, but it's because I'm connecting heart to heart to you. And that's the true human way of feeling nourished. It's like there is a heart cord that connects us and that makes you feel more fulfilled because you connected with another human being. And I feel more fulfilled because I connected with you. And this doesn't mean anything more than two human spirits connecting together. Then the right people, those who need more, will want more. And those who don't need more will just enjoy this good positive karma and good connection, which is good for us. So I remember 10 years ago, I was in Egypt. It was summertime. I was um, near the pyramids, meditating in the afternoon on the sand. It was very warm, extremely warm. So warm that we weren't, uh, the whole group of people I was with, weren't allowed to go into the pyramids because they deemed it's too warm inside to go. It's a bit disappointing. But I enjoyed that moment. I sat down, focused on the sensations in my body. I felt the sun caressing my skin, the smell of the warm sand in my nostrils, uh, a type of uh, smoke, or I can't explain it, it's like between the air and the sand, there is this dancing, smoky air that um, changes the reflection of all the objects. And in that moment, I was living one of my life values, which is to know myself, to explore how I react, how I feel, how I am in different places in the world, in different moments, in hard times. So in that moment when I was meditating, after they told us that we cannot go into the pyramids, I felt a bit of frustration and I felt too warm and I almost complained. And then I recognized that as part of human nature that we need to let go of steam because when things get too much, complaining is one way that humans will let go of steam. So I relaxed into it. I felt the emotion and I enjoyed the ability to not let my instincts drive me and control me and instead to do what I wanted in that moment which is to enjoy that present moment as a testimony that in life there is really no past and the future is unknown yet. What exists is only this moment and in each moment it's full and complete and beautiful and full of opportunity. So to you in this moment, what is something that you wish you could do to change your life but for some reason maybe you felt not strong enough to do it or that it's not time yet or any other million reasons 
I'm giving you the opposite reason. Go do it. Maybe this is the sign you needed all along to change your life. And maybe this is the sign your luck will turn. Go do that thing that will help you the most today. Don't wait another day. Make it happen. Take a step. Begin on it. This evening, since uh, my diet is one meal a day kind of diet, which is difficult. In the beginning, when I get hungry, it's, it's horrible because I can't even sleep. But it was necessary. And at that moment when hunger strikes me, my, the way that I get over it is I drink a cup of water. But also I see it as a sign. I imagine that my body is burning the fat and that that hunger is the steam in the furnace of that fat being burned. And then I always say to myself the same saying, nothing tastes as good as being lean and healthy feels. That's how I keep myself strong. And I believe that for you, think which saying or quote motivates you or moves you towards the life you want. Is it something said by a celebrity or a quote from a book or something your mother or grandfather or mother used to say or maybe your favorite um, guru said or whatever? Focus on that. Write it down if you can. Record it or put it as a wallpaper on your phone or on your laptop and think of it often because there is power in words to help you get the life you want today and every single day. About writing, maybe this is something unknown to you, but one of the biggest pleasures in my life is writing. Although my relationship with it is paradoxical, I have both a resistance to it and a joy and love for it. So I write often, but to get started, I have my own ritual and my own way that I've worked on my psyche to make it smooth and um, resistance-free, and it works. So I remember the first memory that led me to fall in love with writing was when I first entered primary school. I used to return home from school with my big bag on my back filled with uh, school books and notebooks that I had to that I had to lug from home to school every morning and to lug from school to home every afternoon. And in front of my home was my grandfather, the man who raised me since my parents were divorced. He usually sat under a tree right there in front of our outer door and he had some tea in front of him and that day's journal. And as soon as he saw me, his face will beam with a smile that make him look like he reflected the rays of the sun. And he will call me over and tell me, come, come, sit next to me. And he would give me a small cup of tea and ask me and say, my son, I'm too old. My eyes can't see much any longer. Can you read the news for me and let me know about what's going on in this world? And I would, I would open that day's journal and with my uh, beginner ability to read, I will be reading the news. T today is new news is, I would read for him for maybe 38 minutes or more. He would be so happy and I would have so much pride in myself. But what's even better, that reading improved my writing fast. And at school, 
I was writing well at an early age, so much so I was getting praised by the teachers and the school director and everyone was raving. Although I'm sure my writing wasn't all that, that reinforcement when I was a young child for my writing capacity is what made me believe in my ability to write and find joy in it. It connected synapses in my brain and allowed me to say and think that communication that is written is the most beautiful kind. And for many years, I was socially awkward. I couldn't hold the conversation with people, but I used writing to express myself. It saved me from going too, too deep into loneliness when the pen and the paper were my best friends. And until today, I prefer to write with a pen and a notebook rather than type. It's a way where I can flow with the page in ways that make it an extension of my soul and of who I am. So did those three anecdotes change your perspective of me some way? It did change my connection with you. I feel that I'm closer to you and it makes me enjoy this podcasting and this whole story bonding marketing business even more. So I thank you for your time and for listening. And please do share this podcast. It's not done. I have some things, some encouraging words that will I will tell later that I find that people need because in 2011 and 2012, I had a very, very hard time at a job I hated. And I didn't tell people much. For some reason, I expected that somebody will materialize and give me some comforting words. But either way, if somebody cared enough to tell me some good words, to encourage me, to believe in me, I would have changed my life a decade ago in a way that would have reduced a lot of lost moments and a lot of lost times. So I want, and one of the big purposes of this whole thing is I want to be the person who encourages and believes in you so that you can move forward with your life so that now today you begin your transformation, not when the the usual way is when people reach rock bottom so low that they cannot go any lower, only then they can go high and further and just go off like a rocket. I don't want you to go that route. You can begin today with somebody believing in you. That's the other way that's very strong and powerful and beautiful to get your life on track and change right now to the life you dream about and dream of. Because really, are you living today your ideal day? Is this life 100% the life you dream about and desire? If yes, I'm happy for you, really. I love that. I wish more strength to you and to extract more of every second of life. But if not, I believe in you. You're listening now. So you are one of the people that I will make sure that you change your life in every way to the life you want, in your mindset, in your positive thoughts, in your relationships, in your profits, in your love for your new transformed business that's a warm family, in every way creating the life you want in this world. And please, again, share this podcast so that more people hear about it. Share on your social media, share it with your friends. And if you are interested in mentorship, in the story bonding principles, frameworks, and tools, and processes that are step-by-step to implement this, if you believe this is a good idea, it sounds good to you, and it is real, 
in the way that you will see it working in your life and in your business, then email me to the, this address that I read personally every day, or at least every two days if I'm traveling or whatever. Mentor at storybonding.com. M-E-N-T-O-R at storybonding.com. And remember the guideline. Don't sell bond, story bond, just like James Bond. Because human bonds are and will always be the most powerful competitive advantage any business can have. You will not wake up any other day filled with rejection and clients running away if you apply what's in this podcast, which is giving people a delicious tiramisu sprinkled with your soul. And listen back if you don't know the details of what I mean. So no more clients running away or prospects, I mean running away. No more people refusing to open their emails. No more people not buying when you pitch because you won't even need to pitch. You'll have people who are already pre-interested and pre-motivated to buy. No more humiliation, humiliation, discouragement, and that hard way of living, facing rejection, and people who are not interested day after day. Instead, you'll wake up to your big worldwide family, to a group of people who like you, who look forward to hearing from you, and who will miss you if you don't send them anything. Think today, if you don't write another blog post, if you don't send another email for a month or so, will many people miss you? Will they email you and ask you, where is your new content? What have you been up to? Are you okay? Because that's what life is about, having people who care about you and who you care about, people you add value to your life and they support you financially and add value to your life by sharing your content and helping you with good words and about your good deeds. It shouldn't be hard. There is an addiction that humans seem to have to difficulty and thinking that no pain, no gain. Maybe that's true in the gym, but this is one of the things that the mind says that need to be taken out in the beginning of any mentorship relationship I have with a client. It's about not needing it to be hard, that it can be easy and it can work very, very well. It's about consistency over intensity. It's about using the natural human bonding skills that you are born with. And if they're underdeveloped, we will develop them together and they will get strong faster than any artificial skill you might learn. Remember, consistency over intensity. Do what will recharge you and make you feel good every day so that you stay in this for years. You keep growing and getting more profitable more clients, more money, more subscribers, more free time, happier business life. That's what we're all about. And when that day comes, when many businesses begin to struggle and many get wiped out, when the quantum AI marketing hits and it copies all their funnels and marketing that's not based on human stories and connection and bonding, they will look to you as a leader because you have implemented the story bonding principles. They will want to hear from you to know your opinion. They will see you as the wise person who made the choice today to implement story bonding marketing in your business and in your communication. Again, if you'd like to know more, email me at mentor at storybonding.com, M-E-N-T-O-R at storybonding.com. You will be in that near future a role model. 
your family, your children, your wife will think you're so wise for having made the right decision today. And they will truly know your real worth as somebody who has saved their future, protected their revenue, and positioned yourself to be at an advantage rather than at a disadvantage in this coming future. And when that will happen, you will have impacted and will keep impacting so many lives that your memory will live forever. Those businesses will see you as their guide. They will know it's necessary to change and they will scramble in a hurry to learn from you how to move on to the story bonding way. They will pay you to help them very well. And also they will remember you as their savior. They'll talk to you about their friends as the person responsible for saving their skin, the person who was there for them to get them out of such danger. You will leave your mark on this world. You'll make an impact. And it's time to implement the first steps today, which is create content and add story bonding human stories in it and fearlessly crack your heart open with full sincerity and vulnerability. I know you can do it. Many people would be doing something else. We seem to undervalue ourselves. Maybe when I say that most people will be watching kitten videos on YouTube, which is not wrong, but to do so much of as a distraction is not good, or watching some real reality TV about some people who are interesting but don't really add value to the lives of the viewers, or doing one billion and other things that you could have been doing. But no, you are here today. I believe in you. You can do it. And remember one thing, if only the most talented, the most skilled, the most gifted, the highest IQ, the highest emotional intelligence people in the world are the ones who are able to succeed, then why is no why aren't 99% of people just starving to death? No, it's not about being brilliant. It's about opening yourself so much to the world that you can give people the value they need of most in the world. People want information, yes, but they could find it in a book or on a blog post that is sterile. We don't live in a library. We live in a human world. People are lost. They don't know that there are others that are similar to them. And when you open your heart, you show them the way. First, you show them that you dare, that you have the courage to be yourself fully in the face of all those have eyes to see and ears to hear. And I make sure, of course, that you don't get criticized because your work will be well done. So don't worry about that. And the second thing is by being you, you are already qualified to succeed. I believe in you. Whether you do it the story bonding way, which I believe the superior way or any way, do something. Do it today, do it every day, and your life will change. Small things add up to big things. And you, I thank you for your time. Your time is valuable to me. I try my best to give you the most value that is possible in the time we have together. There is so many things to discuss, but each episode is its own value. Try to implement something of it, anything, even if just realizing a new concept you have understood in a small differentiated way that's not the same as you had one hour ago or so, probably less. 
And again, thank you. I'm grateful to you because you exist. I'm grateful to you because you stand out. I'm grateful to you because you have the courage to listen to something different, to try something different, to be different. And that is something that I respect you for and I admire you for. Thank you. No matter what you think about yourself, it seems that human nature is to have slow self-esteem and to think negatively of ourselves for some reason. Although I've worked years to get off of that and I do have processes to build self-esteem in a natural way that is consistent, that sticks and doesn't stop just after some time. But either way, no matter who you are, just because you're listening to this and willing to listen to views that are not the mainstream or the common ones, you get my respect, my admiration, my gratitude and my thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much and goodbye.